This is Affliction Fiction, Fiction, a podcast regarding writers and artists who quite literally make their characters sick. I'm Jaden Abbott. And I'm James Ewer. On this show, we analyze illnesses that exist in fictional works such as TV, books, and film, and how they relate to the real world. And this week, we'll be examining Blorbs from Nintendo's 2009 role-playing video game, Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. Bowser's Inside Story is a game originally released for the Nintendo DS as part of the Mario and Luigi series, a collection of games in which the famous duo of brothers engage in turn-based combat on adventures in and out of the Mushroom Kingdom. In Bowser's Inside Story, Blorbs is a disease seen right from the beginning as an endemic that is affecting toads in the Mushroom Kingdom. For those of you not well acquainted with the Mario series, toads in this universe aren't a sub-variety of frogs. Okay, so... He's probably going to keep that one in editing, but let the record reflect, I'm asking him not to. (laughs) (laughs) They're small creatures with mushrooms for heads that are native to the Mushroom Kingdom. Outside of video games, toads have been popular in the public image due to them being a source of debate over whether the mushrooms on their heads are hats or part of their anatomy. And toads are also the character to which Stormy Daniels compared Donald Trump's private parts in her memoir. (laughs) Do you remember that? No, but... She called it, quote, the mushroom character from Mario Kart. Oh, Stormy Daniels. Oh, Stormy. But they're probably best known for their distinct voice, which has spawned many parodies, including How Far I'll Go from Moana being sung in a toad voice. I've been staring at the edge of the water long as I can I, I could actually do a very, very good impression of how far I'll toad. Oh, can you actually? Let's hear it. <clears throat> mm. I did st- <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Bowser's inside story, it is the toads that contract cases of blorbs, which causes them to expand in size until they are essentially a gigantic sphere that rolls around uncontrollably. The game opens with a young toad discovering that his father has come down with a case of blorbs, which subsequently destroys his family's house. This game is rated E for everyone. If you'd like to get a sense of what toads affected by blorbs look like, you can look it up for yourself. But, put simply, imagine Violet Beauregard from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory after turning into a blueberry. Blorbs spread rapidly and affect more and more toads until a press release about the disease comes out. This game doesn't have much voice acting for its dialogue. You can't actually hear any of the game's text about Blorbs, but we can, however, read it to you. <clears throat> Are you ready, Jaden? Have you been studying your theater performances? Oh, glad you've asked. So this is Jaden doing a news opening sound effect followed by the press release about the Blorbs. The Blorbs! Mushroom Kingdom marred by mystery malady. The blorbs, it comes without warning. First, you balloon to blimp size. Then, rolling, you roll away. Oh, the horror, the blorbs. As of press time, the cause and cure are unknown. Day by day, the number of blorbed toads swells. As the presence of blorbs becomes a literal growing problem, Princess Peach of the Mushroom Kingdom calls an emergency council of toads to her castle. They eventually figure out what's causing the blorbs in a scene with dialogue that will be performed by yours truly. Now then, going on with little information we've unearthed, the cause may be a mushroom sold by a local merchant. Oh dear, a mushroom? 
You mean to tell me that a mushroom causes the blorps? That was my Princess Peach voice. Yeah, so Jaden is sexually confused to say the <laughs> least. <laughs> well, yeah, we've interviewed all the blorb toads we could, and they all said they'd bought blorb mushrooms. Blorb mushrooms? Perplexing. Not a local variety of that, I'm quite sure. What sort of rapscallion would sell such a thing? As it turns out, the toads were tricked into purchasing blorb mushrooms from the game's main antagonist, Fawful. The rest of the game sees Mario, Luigi, and even Bowser working together to assemble a cure. Now in Mario's world, mushrooms are usually power-ups that give you special advantages and abilities, but the idea of getting sick after eating a mushroom probably isn't a new concept to anyone. Mushroom poisoning is a very real thing, and according to the North American Mycological Association, the name for a poisonous substance derived from a fungus is a mycotoxin. Unlike people, most mushrooms aren't actually toxic. Plenty of mushrooms that people regard as poisonous actually just contain non-toxic gastrointestinal irritants. They cause things like nausea, vomiting, cramps, and diarrhea mere hours after ingestion, and in extreme cases, may lead to hospitalization, but they won't cause any long-term issues and the symptoms go away after the irritant has been expelled. All of this is to say that blurred mushrooms probably contain something a little more troublesome than simple gastrointestinal irritants. Other mushrooms contain genuine mycotoxins that cause more severe issues. So, I wanted to do this the first time you read mycotoxins. I think this podcast lacks sound effects. <laughs> what? <laughs> and so, I figured who better to do them. So, get it. Like, so, mycotoxins just sound spooky, right? And I, figured, <laughs> and I figured, like, what better sound effect than, like, the sound I imagined either spooky things make or to call back to an earlier part of the podcast, the sound that Stormy Daniels made immediately after leaving Donald Trump alone. Hey, are you saying that this podcast doesn't have enough sound effects besides us? Dude, yeah. Did you not hear how far I'll toad? Ooh. See the light over the sky! It's the sea! It goes with my ears! <laughs> Other mushrooms contain genuine mycotoxins that cause more severe issues. Mushrooms that belong to the genera Inocybe, Omphalotus, and Boletus contain a toxin called muscarine. Symptoms of ingesting these mushrooms usually arise within a half hour, and in addition to the usual vomiting and diarrhea, include attacks on the involuntary nervous system. This leads to excessive salivating, sweating, and tearing up, as well as possible visual disturbances, difficulty breathing, decreased blood pressure, and an irregular pulse. Another mycotoxin is ammonitin, which predictably is found in the mushrooms in the genus Ammonita, as well as some others in the genera Conocybe, Galeria, and Lepiosia. This is one of the most severe of all the mycotoxins. Without immediate and effective medical treatment, the survival rate for ammonitin poisoning is only about half of all cases. This is particularly dangerous because despite the fact that the body starts absorbing the toxins immediately, its symptoms don't show for up to 6 to 24 hours after ingestion. The effects of ammonita poisoning are divided into four stages. The first is the time after ingestion during which no symptoms are present. The toxins actively damage the kidneys and liver for hours on end, but the person who ingested the mushroom doesn't actually feel any discomfort. The second stage is a 24-hour period of intense vomiting, abdominal cramps, and bloody diarrhea. Usually, during this time, victims seek medical treatment at a hospital, which is great. Unfortunately, the third stage is a 24-hour period during which the victim appears to completely recover. The symptoms go away, and they appear healthy, as if the toxin has been fully expelled. 
because of this, people being treated for ammonitin poisoning are often mistakenly released from the hospital care, only to later fall victim to the fourth stage, kidney and liver failure, leading to death. The last mushroom we'll talk about is Ammonita muscaria, which is notable because it's the red mushroom with white spots that the mushrooms from the Mario series were based off of. Based off of its name, it sounds like the principal toxin found within it would either be ammonitin or muscarine. So which one is it? You guessed it, neither. Ammonita muscaria contains ibotenic acid, a mycotoxin which isn't equally as lethal as ammonitin, but still sometimes dangerous. Symptoms appear from 30 minutes to 2 hours after ingestion and, in addition to nausea and vomiting, include attacks on the central nervous system. This can lead to confusion, visual distortions, drowsiness, falling into a coma-like state, convulsions, delusions, and, interestingly, a feeling of greater strength. This may be what motivated Nintendo to select Ammonita muscaria as the basis for its mushroom power-up that causes Mario to increase in size and health. Did you say ibotenic acid? No. Do you think they have old episodes of Victorious? No, I didn't say that. This isn't a Nickelodeon podcast. Please don't sue it us. It was last week, Please and don't it will us. be this we week. Can't, we can't afford... <sighs> in short, mushrooms do some pretty messed up things to you in the real world, but none of them cause you to increase in size and roll around like a blorb mushroom would. So what's a condition that would cause someone to increase in size? One possible comparison is acromegaly, which, according to the Mayo Clinic we've had our fair share of fun with that name, <laughs> is a disorder characterized by the overproduction of growth hormone, or GH, by the pituitary gland during adulthood. Usually, excessive production of GH by the pituitary gland is caused by a tumor. A benign tumor on the pituitary gland can secrete excessive amounts of GH and lead to acromegaly. But, interestingly, a tumor that isn't located on the pituitary gland can also cause acromegaly. In those cases, the tumor will either secrete GH directly or produce a hormone that then stimulates the pituitary gland to produce more GH. The overproduction of GH causes the bones to increase in size, leading to the enlargement of the hands, feet, facial features, tongue, and some internal organs such as the heart. But it's not just the increase in size. If left untreated, acromegaly can progress to even more severe health issues, such as high blood pressure, sleep apnea, osteoarthritis, cardiovascular disease, vision loss, and precancerous growths on the lining of the colon. Acromegaly is typically a term that refers to these symptoms arising in middle-aged adults. It can develop at any age. But if the same disorder arises in children, it's referred to instead as gigantism. In gigantism and acromegaly, signs and symptoms develop very gradually and are difficult to recognize quickly. But with blorbs, growth is immediate and unmistakably substantial. Toads afflicted with blorbs often roll around uncontrollably, but in terms of voluntary movement, they're completely helpless. In fact, part of the game's mechanics is that a blorbed toad often blocks Mario and Luigi's path and is unable to move out of the way until cured. So, what are other conditions that render people immobile, and what are some disorders that make people move around when they aren't trying to? According to the American Association of Neurological Surgeons, there is a, there is a subcategory of neurological conditions called movement disorders, which refer to disorders that either inhibit voluntary movement or incite involuntary movement. Blorbs is an interesting case, as it does both of these at once. The affected toads can't move when they'd like to, but they also move around at times when they'd rather stay put. We might say that blurbs is similar to movement disorders that cause those affected to not travel in the path or manner they intend to, or, in other words, movement disorders that affect balance. One example is ataxia, a movement disorder which affects the cerebellum, the very part of the brain that regulates coordination and balance. Oh man, 
that disease really ataxia. ataxia. <laughs> People affected by ataxia have movements that are disjointed, leading to a lack of accuracy, stability, and balance, and an unwavering tendency to fall over while walking. In terms of not being able to move at all, the term that probably comes to mind is obvious, paralysis. This isn't a perfect matchup to blurbs, though, as paralysis is essentially always partial. It doesn't affect every single muscle in the body. That's not true. Have you ever played Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> you ever get, you straight don't move. We, like, yeah, but we, do we really want like a Pokemon based understand? Like I've played Earthbound and yeah, you right. don't move if you're paralyzed in that game either. See? But like, that's not how paralysis works in the real world. Well, always... I would suggest the real world got more exciting. This is not an ad for Detective Pikachu. Please don't sue us. We've got <laughs> too many of these on this episode. It generally doesn't affect every single muscle in the body, so the person affected retains the ability to move at least some body parts. A better comparison may be what is known as locked-in syndrome, which according to the National Organization of Rare Disorders, NORD. That's actually what it says on their website. You're right oh, this really? time. <laughs> According to Nord, locked-in syndrome is a neurological disorder which completely restricts the movement of all voluntary muscles, aside from the ones that allow the eyes to move. Much like a toad with blorbs, a person affected by locked-in syndrome is fully conscious and awake, but cannot voluntarily move any part of their body besides their eyes. For a person with locked-in syndrome, this includes all the muscles of the vocal tract, so they aren't able to speak either, which is inconsistent with blorbs as an afflicted toad is still capable of speech in the game. Again, locked-in syndrome is remarkably rare, but when it does occur, it's usually a result of damage to a part of the brain called the pons. That is really unfortunate because if you've ever played chess, they go real fast. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Sometimes this damage is caused by trauma, but most often it stems from the tissue loss as a result of a hemorrhage or lack of blood flow. In short? With the case of Vlorbs they've developed being as unfortunate as it is, you might say the Toads are the second most disrespected characters in the Mario universe. That's all we have to say for now. Wait, no, no, aren't you, aren't you going to ask me who the most disrespected character in the Mario universe is? Oh, um, is, is, uh, the most disrespected character? It has to be Luigi. Oh, no, no, no. It's Waluigi. Uh, he didn't he, even make it into Smash. Smash. I'm sorry. He's going to... I don't know what you're talking about. We still have four DLC left. I've been staring at the oh, edge of the water long I'm as sorry, I Disney. can remember. I'm sorry, We didn't mean to do this. Never really knowing why. That's all we have to say for now. But what do you think? Do you have a question or contribution to today's discussion? If so, you can send us an email at afflictionfiction at wnyu.org. For now, I am Jaden Abbott. And I am James Ewer. Thanks for listening. Get well soon. Mario and Luigi, Bowser's Inside Story, was written by Hiroyuki Kubota with music composed by Yoko Shimamura and is property of Nintendo. How Far I'll Go was written by Lynn Manuel Miranda and is property of Walt Disney Records. How Far I'll Toad was uploaded to YouTube by Woozma. The Super Mario Bros. theme was composed by Koji Kondo and is property of Nintendo. Lover's Carvings by Bibio was written by Stephen Wilkinson and is property of Warp Records. 